Greetings and salutations to our fine, fine podcast audience. Welcome to episode 147, and once again, we have not made it all back. We made it, but still Nathan is out. Nathan is still uh, under the weather, uh, but we're going to record one more, and I think we're going to have him back next week. That's the plan. Here's something I'd like to do today. What do you want to do today? I want to mention Bill's name so that he'll make a comment. Is he listening still? I I think Bill is out there. Oh, oh, I have something else to say. Uh, This has just occurred to me. Bill's our former producer, by the way. And I saw our current producer, Charlie, over there. Mm -hmm. And we would like to say, on behalf of all our listeners, congratulations, Charlie, on graduating. Absolutely. Charlie's about to graduate. He will graduate in just a few weeks. We were talking about it before we went on the air, and we're happy and proud of Charlie. He's going to graduate in a... At this point, when this one drops, two weeks? In a couple maybe. weeks. In two a couple weeks, weeks, Charlie? Yeah. Yeah, cool. What's your degree in, Charlie? Chemistry. Chemistry? So, Charlie's smart. Oh, man. <laughs> I am, there, ain't a, there ain't a moment in my life when I thought, hmm, chemistry. I'd like to study chemistry. And that's not a knock on Charlie. That is a compliment to Charlie. Yeah, it is. That's, Good that's grief. right. My, my daughter was, uh, she's in high school. She was doing a chemistry project just last night at my house, and I looked at all that stuff, and it reminded me of what I went through when I was in chemistry in high school, and I thought, thank God I'm no, no longer having to do that. I'll say this. The only course I ever failed was college chemistry as a wow. freshman, and there was chemistry involved, but not in the classroom, and I didn't show up very often. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of chemistry... I just didn't go. Most of chemistry <laughs> is just math. Yeah, a which I love math. math. Yeah. I just didn't, I cannot remember, I remember one class in that chemistry class. Hmm. What, one class in that chemistry That class. whole course. Oh. That, that semester. You remember going to one I class. I remember going to one class and then thinking, I don't think I'm going to go to I'm this going anymore. I'm going to this no more. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to come to this and anymore. Kids, I never I never did a lab. And kids, I never, don't be like Ed. Don't be like Ed. <laughs> go to your classes. Be like Charlie. You know you know the bad assumption here? There's no kids watching. <laughs> There's no kids. There is not one know. person in here that you, that's a kid watching. So you parents, tell your kids, <laughs> don't be like Ed. Go to class. Be like Charlie. Get your degree. Be a chemist. That's right. So, all right. He's, he's not going to be a chemist. I don't know what he's going to be. I but just he, know he's chemistry. I don't either. I don't either. He's so, smart. I said all this, oh, wanting okay. to say hi to Bill again, Uh-huh. because I like to say hi to Bill. Of course, because we miss Bill. I do. I could say hi to Joel, but like Joel's listening. Joel's not Joel, listening anymore. Joel. That's our former, former <laughs> producer. Yeah, Joel, Joel for sure isn't listening. No, he's done with us. They're <laughs> done then, with this podcast. And then congratulations. And Charlie. congratulations. So, all right. So, uh, if you made it this far and you've never watched this podcast, uh, that was a lot of references that you don't understand. Yep. Uh, we've been at this, like I said, for 147 episodes, but every week we Quality get... Quality products just like that. Products just like <laughs> this. That's what I would say. And uh, so, we're answering your questions. You guys send in... I got a stack of questions right now that you guys have sent in about issues, Bible questions, Questions about stuff that we say that we don't really clarify that people need re-clarification yeah. on, which is great. That keeps the conversation going. What did it so. mean by chemistry? Yeah, what was that? <laughs> so this week uh, is a question that it comes up pretty regularly for me in my uh, in my now almost 30 years of ministry. Um, I've had this one asked of me quite a bit, and uh, I, I feel like we're going to have a lot to say about it. 
But we'll see. We don't have Nathan here, so that that's cut, right. that cuts down on the opinions. maybe. It might. It might. It will. Like we said last week, it will be a lot less scholarly. It will. Uh, but here, here's the question. You all may have already talked about this, and I couldn't find it. Well, maybe that's true. Uh, but good for you for actually looking, looking for it. That's right. Here's the question. What's the deal with the rapture? <laughs> I've heard people say that it's not a thing that is mentioned in the Bible, but if that's true, why do all the Christians I know talk about it? Is it different from the return of Christ? And what else should I be asking about Jesus coming back that I don't know to ask? Well, that's wow. A, that's a great question. That's a really open-ended question. We'll get to that one at the end. Okay. So let's start with What's the first What's the deal one. with the rapture? What is the deal with the rapture? Can, can, I, can I be blunt, Ed, on this question? You can. Can I be blunt? Uh, there ain't no deal with the rapture. <laughs> That's my blunt from, answer. From the Bible. Why don't you follow that up? There, right. there is no deal. The with people the that told you it's not in the Bible are correct. They are absolutely correct. And here's the other interesting thing about this. That I, I, I have this thing when it, with regard to something that is, you know, an ancient way of life like Christianity. Mm. That anything that you think you discovered in the last 150 years that the previous... 1,750 years of Christians somehow missed, yeah. you're probably wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I like that standard. <laughs> I, I also probably, agree with that. You're probably off on that. that if, you, so, if you can't find it before the 1800s mm, uh, in Western culture, yeah. you, might, you might be wrong. So what Ed is saying there, <laughs> without saying it, is this uh, idea of the rapture didn't come along until not too long ago. Yeah, it's not been around it's very not long. very old. And you know, I'm not going to get all the names right, but I think there's a I think there's a young lady named Darby. Last name is Darby. Mm -hmm. That uh, you know, it's interesting. So I should have done more research on this so I could say the names right. But you all can. By find, the way, we didn't do a lot of research. No, we're just talking from stuff we've talked about before mm -hmm. and what we know and why we don't think the rapture. It's not in the Bible. No one would say that the word rapture is in the Bible. I can see where people get enough of a Bible verse to talk about it. Yeah. I can see where they, but it really is a, so, it's a really thin reference. So to be clear, before we go any further, I felt like as you were talking. Oh, oh maybe yeah, yeah. We, we should, should say what people mean when they say yeah, rapture. And, and again, the, who knows what this person means, but here's what the, what I see as the contemporary interpretation of that idea is, is the rapture is this moment when uh, the return of Jesus is going to happen, but not in such a way where people know it. It's sort of a secret return. And at that moment where the rapture takes place, all of the people who are, like we talked about last week, the chosen, God's people, Christians, however you want to say it, saved people, are going to get sucked out of this world and they're just going to disappear. In fact, that's the way the contemporary models show. Mm -hmm. Like people, they, there's these old Their clothes are left clothes behind. clothes are left behind. And, and those novels, the left behind novels, are based on this idea that people are just going to disappear from the planet and all the people left are going to be the folks who weren't Christians. Right. And they're going to suffer. They're going to go through all kinds of tribulations, as they call it. And then after a period of time, some people say a thousand years, some people got different ideas on that, but Jesus will then come back again. And for the ones that converted in that time, he'll get those folks. Right. But we as Christians, if we're, if we're alive when the rapture takes place, we're getting out of here. It will be done. 
That's right. So that's the idea that most people mean when they talk about it contemporarily. I would think the verses that most people that are rapture are talking about, there's a part in the Gospels where Jesus says, Mm -hmm. um, one will be taken, one will be left behind, those kind of things. And what what I'm not sure everybody catches that he says, as it was in the days of Noah, Mm -hmm. one will be taken, one will be left behind. Mm -hmm. And now, if you take Jesus at his word and he's using Noah as a reference, the people that are taken away are the bad ones that are killed in the flood. That's right. And the ones that are left behind are the good ones who are in the ark. Yeah. So if we're going to take that as the illustration, then it's the ones left behind you want to be a part of. True. Yeah, so it's a little backwards. It's a little backwards. Yeah. So those are the verses. It's not exactly what... It's just not exactly what's being talked about there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and to be go back to what you said earlier, up until the mid 1800s. Yeah, mid to late 1800s, there was not a Bible scholar, a church father, a church doctrine, or Bible interpretation that laid out this way of viewing the rapture. And that's just true. And even the people who buy into this and believe this um, have to admit that. Right, that this is something relatively new on the scene. Um, so, you know, to me, that's a, like you said earlier, that's kind of a hurdle to get over because how come they missed it for so long? Right. Um, so there's that. Um, but then there's, like you said, that I, I think of also there's a the the passage in um, in in Corinth in First Corinthians when Paul talks about you know the those who are alive when Jesus returns will be taken up into uh, the clouds. Thessalonians. Thessalonians, I'm right, sorry. Did I say, right. What did I say? It doesn't matter. Corinthians, Go I don't on. know. I didn't say it right. Thessalonians. And then he, the, there's that idea. To rise to meet him in the air. Yeah, but then there's, again, there's no idea that there's going to be a period of time where the people get left here and the whole thing. That, that's right. That idea that Paul's talking about there is pretty much, that's the end of this era of history. That's right. And then we move into the next. And there's not this separation, so that, that those are some of the reasons that I struggle with Believe, that believing. Yeah. yeah, I don't really buy into that interpretation. Um, so, so that the reason it's become such a widely held yeah. thing is there was some really. Um, so there's a Bible. Schofield is a guy name. Mm-hmm. He published a study Bible and became a big thing among a certain rising group in the United mm-hmm. States, a denomination. Everybody, every preacher almost had a Schofield Bible. He talked a lot about the thing. Billy Graham was a part of that kind of movement. Mm-hmm. And Billy Graham in his crusades didn't talk a lot about this. No. He, he did not talk about this, but he's, he certainly was on that part of that, that understanding. And so it had a lot of publicity for about 100 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's why it became big. Yeah. But in certain parts of Christianity, mm-hmm. And in the South, where we're part of, a major part of of Christianity, Mm -hmm. so that many, many, many people in the United States have that understanding. And then when I was a young kid, there was a movie that somebody made that got shown at every youth rally that was, you know, about this. And you'd get, Mm -hmm. and it was to scare the crap out of us. Mm -hmm. And they'd always sing this song, I wish we'd all been ready. Mm -hmm. And then DC Talk remade that song after a while. And, you know, and it was all about making us afraid of missing out so we could, you know, fall in love with Jesus because there ain't nothing like making you fall in love with somebody like being like afraid. fear. <laughs> Fear's the ticket, man. So, yeah. Um, 
So that, yeah, so I think we've answered the first two questions. Um, and I'm sorry, that was my little sarcasm. I apologize no. for being sorry. If this is something you really, I don't take it the person asking the question mm -mm. feels that way, but I, no. you know, there, I know there are people that hold this. And, and I would say if, if somebody's listening here and they disagree with us on this, that's fine. Um, yeah. I, you know, I'm happy to have open discussions about things like this. Um, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I don't understand where you're coming from. Right. But I'd be willing for you to help explain it to me. Um, and, so. and I fully believe we can be wrong on this. Yes. And uh, hopefully you would agree that yes. this is not a matter of whether we will, we are part of Jesus' people and we love Jesus. Maybe we are wrong. Uh, may, or maybe you're wrong. Well, my guess is even... But I, I would accept you. I hope you accept me. Absolutely. And my guess is whatever you know framework we put around it to help ourselves understand it, um, there's there's parts of it that I'm inevitably not going to completely understand. Mm -mm. That's true about pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, so take that for what it is uh, as we're talking about this. Um, so I, I, I think what's... The, Speaking personally, and I think for Ed too, um, what what history has told us and the way people have understood what Jesus taught and what the uh, early disciples believed about the return of Jesus is that, you know, we are in an era of history um, where, you know, the new covenant that Jesus instituted through his death and resurrection has been offered to the world. And therefore, we have we have a this era of history to um, to do the work that he left us to do. The ambassadors of reconciliation, like we right. talked about last week, and to share the good news of what Jesus has done and the 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 the, the opportunity he's given to the world to come back into reconciliation with God. Right. So that's what this era of history is about. At some point, this era will come to an end, and Jesus will as we work to institute his kingdom, his peace, power, and presence in the lives of every single person on the planet, um, there will come a time when Jesus will bring that into fruition fully. And that marks the end of this era. And then we go into another era that will last forever where Jesus and his kingdom is all that we experience. That's right. Um, now, what happens in that moment when we go from one era to the next? That there's a lot of imagery in the Bible. There's a lot of, and I think it's because they didn't really understand everything about well, it. Well, and Jesus says, you know, about times and dates, that kind of stuff. Yeah. He doesn't know. So, yeah, I think the things that the one thing that Jesus makes clear in everything, including the Noah illustration, mm -hmm. is it's going to happen suddenly. Mm -hmm. No one really knows when it's going to happen. In fact, the repetitive phrase is like a thief in the night. Yes. Which means people are always saying, well, we can't know the time, but we know the season. Well, mm -hmm. anybody that knew the season of the thief would just be ready for the thief. That's right. And that's not what Jesus is meaning by that illustration. He's mm -hmm. meaning no one's really yeah. ready. It's just going to happen. So you just, you accept that this is going to happen and you're you're prepared for the return yeah. of the bridegroom. And be busy about doing what that's you're right. supposed to be doing. And I think that's a lot of the parables that Jesus told was this illustration of there's coming a time when your time's going to be up. That's right. And you don't know when it's coming, but in the meantime, just do yeah. what I ask you to do. That's right. <laughs> Stay after it and don't worry about this other stuff. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot of ministries, preachers, and Christians that I see 
that are real hung up on the when, the how, the, and the and the when, or the how and the why, and all that stuff of Jesus's return. And I had a professor that you know used to joke, you know, there's this these theories of how it's all going to happen. There's the pre-millennials and the post-millennials and the ah-millennials and he made a joke and he said, I'm a pan-millennial, he said, which means I just think everything's going to pan out in the end. <laughs> and, I, and I fall in that category too. It's all going to pan, God's going to take care of it. Therefore, for me to spend a whole lot of time, energy, and thought on the how and the, and the when is probably a waste of my kingdom time. That's right. And so I try not to spend a whole lot of time on it. And there is an <laughs> indication that if I'm about kingdom work, mm -hmm. That the work I'm doing in the kingdom now won't be vastly different than the stuff that I'll be doing in the future kingdom. I'm right. going to be loving people. I'm going to be extending the grace of God. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be I'm going to be living in His kingdom with kingdom people as a as a representative of His reign in the world. And one day His reign will be everywhere. Yep. And so what I'm doing is I'm just. Uh, we're pointing to that yeah, with right. our lives. Of This is a day that's coming. We're starting the, the work now that Jesus left us to do. Get on board. Right. That way, when it does come, because I think there's when the, when the kingdom comes, when Jesus does return and, and, and brings his kingdom to earth, there's going to be a, a, a lot of folks that are just going to slide right into that thing and just this is what we've always wanted. This is what we've been working for. This is what we've been doing yeah. everything we can to live in. There's going to be a lot of folks that are going to be, wait a minute. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that's, I'm not sure that's what I want. And, and scriptures talk about that there's going to be a, a burning away of a lot of stuff in each of us to get us ready because, as I think I heard Greg Boyd talk about all the time, everything that is not of love has to burn away. That's right. Everything that is not consistent with the love of God has to go away because it cannot exist in the kingdom. Is coming. And that's why that passage of 1 Corinthians, Paul says, we'll all pass through the fire and the things exactly. that don't, you know, are not mm -hmm. made of the good stuff, which yeah. is love. Mm -hmm. They'll go away. We will be saved, that's right. but as one through the fire. Yeah. Uh, that's what that passage is about. Yeah. So, you know, and, Dallas used to say, and I couldn't, it took, I was sitting here thinking, trying to think, he, he had a cute way, and I'm very bad at acrostics and rhyming things. <laughs> and I finally got it. He used to say this whole life is we're training for reigning. Mm. We are, we are training in this life of what it looks like to reign in the next life with God. With Christ. We're, we're reigning with Christ. Yeah. And as we extend this kingdom here, I'm just training for that life, training to reign. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not living in fear that he's going to come and catch me doing something wrong, which is pretty much what the whole rapture, that's the way I was. You know, I, I can remember being told by youth leaders, now, you wouldn't want to be smoking a joint when Jesus came back, would oh you? Oh, my gosh, I remember and, that. You know, you yeah. wouldn't want to be caught drinking a beer when Jesus, uh -huh. or dancing with a girl. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he might join in. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. There's, a lot of party. There's a lot of party in, in the kingdom of God, apparently. I'm joking, uh, okay? I don't, well, I don't mean that about any of those things, so right. take all of those things away. I'm just that's saying... Right. That my idea about the return of Christ was, I better make sure I'm doing good things because mm -hmm. my 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 life in the kingdom is that tenuous. Mm. It's that it's on that thin of a veil of if he comes back at the certain time, at the certain time, yeah. as if he wouldn't know what I was doing five minutes ago. That's right. Yeah. So I think that gets to the final question, which is the one I wanted to end on. Um, and I really love this, the heart of this question. What else should I be asking about Jesus coming back that I don't even know to ask? 
I mean, what I think what what you're asking is what what should I be concerned about if it's not the rapture or the how or the when? And I think we've we've sort of touched on that here at the end here. You know, yeah, that be about the kingdom business that that Jesus left you with. Yep. And when it comes to when is he coming back, or you know, cause I grew up in a church where. Um, I, it pretty much every every few years there I'd hear a preacher stand up and say, "I'm telling you, it's going to happen in the next five years oh. or whatever." Or a book would come out and say, "We've figured it out, and there's no way that the world can last another five years." Look how terrible oh, things yeah. are. I, they told me that in 1982, y'all. <laughs> what they say right now, they've been saying since even before that. But oh, that yeah. was when I was a kid, and that's when I was listening. And so, uh, I. I I, and I, like you said earlier, Ed, it, it took my focus away from loving God and loving people to being afraid of God and being morally superior. Yeah, focusing on myself. That's right. Focusing on only me and God, and which is an anti-kingdom value. Yeah. It's just not, it's not what Jesus was about. You know, the parables in Matthew 25, the, the talents, and I can't remember the second one, but... Then the third one is the sheep and the goats. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, the part I love about that parable is that everybody's going about doing their stuff. And Jesus says to both of them, you did this or you didn't do it for me. And the ones who were doing what Jesus wanted them to do, they didn't realize. They, they were just doing what he yeah. had asked them to do. Yeah. And that's the point of it. Mm -hmm. They weren't trying to gain points. They weren't trying to keep from doing bad things. They weren't trying to be better than anybody else. They were doing what the master had asked them to do, just going about loving people, the least of the people in the world, those who are sick, those who are in prison, those who are in need. Yeah. And as they took care of that, they were living out the kingdom. And when he came back, he goes, man, that's great. Yeah. Well done. Yep. So that's what I would, that's what you should be focused on. It can happen at any moment. I, you know, it may happen in our lifetime. It may not happen in our lifetime. We don't have any no. part to play. The one thing I think is clear to me now more than ever is that everything that needs to happen for Jesus to return has already happened. It has, mm. there is, there is not some last few cogs that got to click in place somewhere mm -hmm. as far as is revealed to us in scripture. Now, maybe there are things God chose not to reveal to us but the scripture is, does not have an indication of final things that must happen to take place for Jesus to return. Mm -hmm. uh, the apostles certainly thought everything had been done in their lifetime, including preaching to the whole world. Paul yeah. makes that, we have preached to the ends of the earth. <laughs> as now far we, as they knew. We know, we know they turned out they were not right. Yeah. Uh, and, but they didn't think that was a prohibitor. I don't think Paul's saying that as if, Finally, we got it done so Jesus can come back. Yeah. Uh, so it's just not the way to read those passages. Yeah. And I guess for me, last thing I would say on this, that I, it just hit me as you were talking, um, and I don't know this is true about you who asked the question, um, but if this issue brings up in you uh, mostly fear, which I, I see that it does for most people that I talk to about it, um, it, it is an issue of fear. Uh, I would say, be cautious about that. If if there's a, a if there's a way of interpreting scripture, leaning into a certain issue, that all it does is make you afraid, 
pull, like Ed said, pulls you back into yourself to focus on your own morality and your own salvation and worry and all of those things. Uh, I firmly believe that that's not of the Spirit. Right. Because we know perfect love, the love of God, is what casts out all fear. And so we have not been given a spirit of fear, the Bible tells us. And so, um, again, whether the, the rapture itself <laughs> is the right way to look at the end times or not, irrelevant, but the, the fear that I know that it puts into a lot of people, I would say that is absolutely anti the way of Jesus. I agree with that. And, and so don't lean into that. And, and you, know, I hadn't, you know, I'm so glad you brought that up because that is an important thing. There is a part of it when you think about the return of Christ or seeing Jesus that I know for a lot of people, they, and, and maybe this isn't true for people, I always used to think, be nice to know that I had like a week to plan. Yeah. Because then I could do all the, I could fix all the things that I know I'm going to fix. Yeah. But the indication of that is I don't want to fix them if it's like 10 years. Yeah. I'd rather wait until nine mm -hmm. years, 11 months. I'm kind of enjoying life I without like, fixing it. This is a better way to live. Yes. And I want to keep living this better way. So I would say if there's something in your life that you think you ought to get ready for Jesus versus the fear part. Mm -hmm. I think the difference between conviction of the Spirit is conviction of the Spirit always leads you to love Jesus mm -hmm. and that I want to do this out of love. It's not this whiny, shameful, over-the-top, you're-a-bad-person kind of, it's not that voice. That voice is a different voice. Mm -hmm. The voice of the Spirit is, hey, God loves you. This you know isn't the best way for you to go. God has a better way, and he would love to help you do that. That kind of way, you should just go ahead and do that. Yep. You should just, that may be the leading of the Spirit. If it's this, have you done enough? Are you, when's it going to happen? Are you going to, you know, all of that. That's condemnation. That's condemnation. And there is no condemnation. There is no condemnation. In Christ. All right. So, I hope that, we just, we just cleared up the whole rapture thing. <laughs> Yeah. Can you believe we did that? I can only imagine the negative comments from people who Google Rapture oh, are going to... I can only imagine. Yeah, we're going to get it this time. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. whatever. That's whatever. right. So uh, next week, we are going to have... I'm going to declare and decree. We're going to have Nathan back. Okay. He's going to be well. We're going we're gonna to record with him. And uh, we're going we're gonna, to... I think next week is the one where... Uh, Somebody uh, sent a bunch of clarifying questions over uh, a few episodes ago. Remember we talked about uh, same-sex weddings? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had quite a reaction to that okay. episode, which, you know, as you can imagine, yeah, we I knew it was controversial. Why. We knew it was controversial, so got a reaction to that. Great questions somebody wants Good. to follow up with, and so we're going to address those and uh, make sure Nathan's here for the controversy. Yes. All right. So you guys have a great week, and uh, we'll see you back here next week. Bye, y'all.